Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ah, weep, grana, weep, ninny, bong. And welcome everyone back to Sure To Be Grand, a podcast with two Irish Egypts, usually. Because today, we have the honour, the privilege, and the annoyance to having one of our dear friends, Kevin McCoy, on the podcast to join us in watching the Transformers movie 1986. Say hello, Owen. Hi, Dan. I'm very proud of you that you got the universal greeting. Yeah, like I saw 90, your face like clean to live it. 90% correct? You, pa- you, yeah. you like paused at the end to collect yourself, so well done. Yeah, and say hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. I'm glad to be annoyance on the show. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Um, yeah, yeah, folks. Um, welcome back to Shirley Grant. Um, today, we're watching a quite a nostalgic movie for a lot of people who are not our age necessarily, but older. You know, the... Later Gen Xers, I suppose. Would that be fair to say? Pretty fair to say, I think. I mean, it's late 80s, so that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so this was called The Movie. This was um, the movie came out after two seasons of the cartoon. Um, apparently, when they were making this movie, they were still working the cartoon at the same time. And they did a massive time skip for this movie, I guess, to make... Mm. Things make sense. Yeah, and it was called The Transformers, The Movie. Yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, it was. I've written that out a million times and I haven't copped that yet. (laughs) The the Transformers, The Movie. Yeah, you would have just said The Transformers Movie or... Or Transformers The Movie. But I guess the TV show was called The Transformers. Okay, that's fair enough, yeah. Um, Gotta stay on brand. That's uh, all this is. (laughs) <laughs> that's all this is. On brand. This, this is brand. <laughs> yeah, this is what this movie brand. is. Yeah. Um, so we have um, a director, um, Nelson Shin. Uh, we have the writer, uh, Ron Friedman. And we have quite a few um, stars on the cast as well. Um, I was told, surprisingly, not all of the voice actors from the show carried on over to the movie. Um because they wanted uh, bigger, more important voices. But, you know, some of the voices on this, um, Orson Welles, I think his last movie. I think this killed him. Yeah. Um, he has this wonderful thing, a uh, quote about the movie, <laughs> and it's so wonderful that even the Transformers wiki, which you would imagine is a fan of Transformers, has <laughs> put the most slated line that Orson Welles ever said about the show and the movie itself. He went, uh, the Japanese have funded a full-length animation cartoon about the doings of these toys, which is all bad outer space stuff. I play a planet. I menace somebody called something or other. Then I'm destroyed. My plan to destroy whoever it is is thwarted, and I fear myself. I tear myself apart on the screen. Yes. Now, now do it in his voice. Um, you, you can do it if you want. Hang on. No, I don't have the quote in front of me. I can't. Sorry. Um, I can get you if you want the quote I can send it on like you know no it's fine they, they manipulated his voice in the movie anyway so it doesn't matter 
Yeah, which is weird because you would have thought they wanted that very legit. Oh, he was um, voice. the director said when he came to the studio to record his lines, he was like really old and sick, and he didn't know his lines because he had never read the script until he turned up at the studio. Didn't know what was happening, and he <laughs> his voice came out like really frail, and he like refused to take any direction or anything. He just sat in the booth, said them once, and left. And they were like, well, his voice doesn't sound like the powerful like thing we want for Unicron. So they put a lot of like modulations and stuff on it to make it sound cool. That's kind of sad, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's also yeah. the it's also the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just put a whole lot of modulations on it to make it not sound sad. <laughs> but um Orson Welles is not the only um big name that's on this. Uh also, Leonard Nimoy, Robert Stack, a lot of, the, um, you know, Optimus Prime, the voice of Optimus Prime returns, uh, Peter Cullen, for the movie. And I believe Peter Cullen has basically been Optimus Prime, bar a few exceptions, forever and ever. Yeah, uh, from my knowledge, he was actually uh, born as a truck. Uh, oh, so... okay. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's so, yeah, uh, he was born for the role. <laughs> It's an interesting thing. Um, apparently, he based his voice on his brother, who was a a man who was in the army, I, I believe, in, in Vietnam Vietnam War, and he tried mm-hmm. to stick very close to that tone. And it was literally at, he was going to hit the audition, and his brother asked him what it was about, and he kind of went, "Yeah, I think I'm going to use that voice." He was and that a, voice came He out. was a soldier. His brother was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Optimus so, Prime, you yeah, know? I know, I know. It's just like you said, he was a man who was in the army. Like you forgot. Yeah. The oh yeah, no, he he was just the cook, you know. <laughs> like, did he fight? Was I he just the commanding or out of the army? <laughs> he was just a clerk yeah. or something. He, yeah, he was. He is the commanding presence of a uh, tank janitor. <laughs> yes, that. Sure. Yes, that's that's who he was. But yeah, so this movie had a, quite a few. Um, you know, popular uh, voice actress in it. And this was a big deal for, like, cartoon movies at the time, I believe. Uh, the Transformers were a a big phenomenon. And the fact that they decided to make a movie was huge. Uh, and I, I believe it, it actually did financially very well. And children at the time loved it. But should we get into that? That maybe children born after this may have not loved it as much. I mean, what the hell is going on? A quick synopsis of the plot. Oh, I can't wait to hear <laughs> the this. The plot. Okay. <sighs> okay. Um, I, think, I think Orson Welles gave the quickest synopsis of the plot already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know what? How could we improve on Orson Welles, to be fair? <laughs> All right, so it, we're in space, and this is a large mechanical planet, is slowly moving through the cosmos, which, at least from what I can tell, is primarily made up of robots. Like, biological life seems to be rare in the Transformers universe. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the only biological life we meet in this movie are the two humans that pal around with the Transformers. Yeah, Daniel and his dad. Spike? Another Daniel. Yeah, Spike. Uh, yeah, Spike was his name. Yeah. yeah, it's weird that the dad was named Spike and not the son. Now that I'm yeah. thinking about it, the eighties <laughs> for you. Yeah, I I don't know. Was was Daniel just a popular name for like a child? 
I mean, Person. we had Daniel-san from the Karate That's Kid just last wondering. week's episode. Yeah. And now we have Daniel here. And they all seem gormless. Yeah, we also have you know? uh, Daniel in the podcast. Yeah, also uh, gormless. <laughs> Yeah, it's very that's very fair. Um, but yeah, okay, we have this big, massive, um, that's no moon, big robotic moon flying through space. And it just, it's, it gobbles up one of just a planetoid of mechanical beings. I don't think we're even told what that one is. I think it's like a, um, it, is it related to even the Cybertronians? Or Cybertronians? What are they called? Um. I the Transformers. I think it's just a random. I think it's. <laughs> Look, it's Unicron. It's a big metal planet that eats other planets and eats Transformers and Autobots and stuff. That's for, all you're gonna energy. get. There's nothing yeah, else. For, to, like, you know. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's fair enough. Okay, fair I, enough. let's I, not question I think, it. I think the planet. I think I think the planet he does get named by a, the prisoner later in the movie, but he's speaking through a fan, so we don't know what he actually said. <laughs> yeah, and you know, very quickly we also see it to start eating one of the moons of Cybertron. I think there's two or three moon, moons or something like that. There uh, is three. two. I, they mentioned. Yeah. Well, he uh, eats one at the start, and then there are still two left afterwards. So I'm assuming there was three. Yeah, and, and I think it's it's on that one where we see uh, Daniel's dad and Bumblebee. They're on being Moon absolute... Base Two. Yeah, and they're seeing they? the uh, other. Well, they're seeing one of the moons being eaten alive, and uh, Daniel's dad goes, "Oh shit!" Or some, I mean, something along the lines of that. When it, and when I say on along the lines of that, I don't mean like, "Oh no, he doesn't swear." No, he actually he go, looks at the moon and goes, "Oh shit." Well, Which yeah, the they they him and does. him and Bumblebee set off a giant explosion on Unicron, and it does nothing. And then he looks at Bumblebee and says, "Oh shit, what are we gonna do now?" And they run away. Yeah, and all of us um, kind of went, "Did he? Did yeah. he just? Was that a curse? Huh? Yeah. All right then. This is yeah. the '80s." Um, and then we shoot towards uh, Cybertron, and there is. They they they've decided to um, leave Cybertron for reasons I don't even remember anymore. Um, oh, to go to the Cyber City that they've built on the, Earth. The Autobots are at the start of the movie have to. They're on one of the moon bases. Also, all of them they've been kicked off of Cybertron by the Decepticons, and they have to go back to Autobot City to collect Energon to bring back to Cybertron to use to defeat Megatron and take back Cybertron. Does that ever happen? No, because the no. the Decepticons <laughs> are listening in on this entire conversation and they just like send every soldier they have to attack Autobot City and the next 90, no, the next, what, 60 minutes is just chaos. Uh, you're missing out on that weird scene where it's uh, Hot Rod... Is just sitting next to Daniel fishing. The the one moment of peace in the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, it just felt a little bit creepy. I'll, I'll let listeners decide for themselves what they think there. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> and they race towards um, the city, uh, trying to defend it. And I think they just throw every single Transformers team at the city. We get like the Dinobots, the Insectobots. Mm -hmm, yeah, um, we get the those. Bots that like, yeah, that they 
like form together to make a giant uh, transformer and always makes me think like why don't they just beat up Megatron at this stage and take over but but they don't um they're trying to break in and um you know like so Megatron's there to kill um Optimus Prime which seems to be his goal in life in general and hmm. the battle kind of goes on and at a very fatal moment Hot Rod tries to come into the fight and help Optimus Prime and he gets grabbed by Megatron uh, as a hostage and Megatron then shoots um, Optimus Prime a whole bunch of times in the side like he suddenly Megatron is a ace shooter and like shoots in exactly the same vulnerable point like four or five times well I mean he's a robot so he shouldn't have any problem <laughs> He should. Shooting in one also, spot. He's also technically a gun. Yes. So, so he should be even better at shooting than most yeah. uh, Transformers. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think. Um, Megatron eventually gets um, um, kicked away and Optimus Prime is dying. And... Uh, spoiler alert for people who haven't known about that for the yeah, past sorry. 30 years. Yeah. yeah. And 40 years even. Yeah, he's ready to hand over the matrix of leadership to his friend, Ultimate well, Magnus. Like, that was a pretty big deal at the time, too. Yeah. The fact that he was a hero. They yeah. killed Optimus was kind of. Uh, yeah. I think uh, a comment we had in on Facebook about this movie from. This came in from Richie who said that the death of Optimus Prime was the biggest thing about the movie and that kids were, like, crying and leaving the cinema and everything after watching it. But, oh, that explains why so many people are nostalgic for it. Yeah, because I guess <laughs> for anybody who was, like, a kid kid in the 80s watching the Transformers, the cartoon on TV, Optimus was their hero. Optimus was the big, oh, I want to be Optimus yeah. when I grow up. And then the movie came out and they were all, oh, my God, we're getting a movie. I can't wait to go watch Transformers in the cinema. And then in the first also 15 minutes, Optimus dies. And the thing is, if you look at all the marketing for it, they always had Optimus in the center. He was the big, massive icon of yeah, all the posters. Optimus Prime. Like, he's, he is the yeah, Transformer. Yeah. And they killed yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Like 15 yeah, minutes him. in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I could feel like, let's say, it was, if they did like an hour and a half in or something like that. But that was like ballsy to do it so early in the movie. Hmm. Uh, you know? Yeah, but see, here's the thing: it wasn't, it wasn't a choice made by the writing team or the director or anything to be like, you know what, we're <laughs> yeah. gonna make this big play here, and it's time for <laughs> Optimus Prime to move on. We're bringing in the new team. Yeah. We're we're updating the Transformers. It was just Hasbro saying we need to sell new toys. Bigger, more expensive yeah. toys. Optimus has sold I, enough. He's gone. Welcome, Hot Rod, <laughs> and some other guy who looks like Optimus, but we uh, don't I mean, know his name. I, I, I think you mean Ultra Magnus, who is clearly oh, definitely, yeah, without a doubt, going to be the next big hero. Yeah, here. that's yeah. definitely what the movie's trying to tell us. He's Optimus. He looks like Optimus Prime, but his colors are reversed. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, like sometimes seeing them on the same screen is confusing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely saw them a couple of times. And went, why have they taken off the faceplate of Optimus Prime? Like, you know, that's weird. Yeah, but, I remember yeah, so, you saying that. <laughs> Optimus Prime is dying, and he decides to take out the Matrix of Leadership, which is this like crystal ball thing in between two clamps, mm -hmm. I guess, and it gives you the, um, a connection to. 
the matrix where like all the power and energon and all the past history and knowledge something MacGuffin MacGuffin, it's the MacGuffin of this movie yeah mm. yeah yeah, yeah and... the movie doesn't bother with any exposition at all <laughs> and you know again computers and robots they're very precise and Optimus tries to hand it over and he drops over because he's butterfingered yeah and and then <laughs> Optimus Beta or whatever the hell the guy's name is puts it in his chest even though it's already no, in his chest no no you're missing the big plot point <laughs> you're missing the big oh, plot know. point Hot Rod picks it up first alright and they, they had a massive yeah. fanfare that's a huge amount of light behind him. Like, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he hands okay. it over to <laughs> Ultra Magnus and no one thinks wait hold on did you all see that maybe Hot Rod is the guy now because he touched it first? Isn't that how it works? And uh, like no one well, sees. Well, see, that. they don't know. They don't know what the Matrix is or does or is for. Other than there seems to be some sort of like chosen, not even a chosen one mythology, but there's some sort of like cult-like status around this thing. That all they know is that this thing will save them in their darkest moment, and they need to keep it. So maybe, I don't know, maybe Hot Rod, maybe they just thought Hot Rod was having a moment because he was holding it. He just stood there for 10 seconds. Going, I mean, he, he has a few moments in this movie. <laughs> oh, he does. Um, some interesting voice acting, uh, to say yep. the least, uh, for the Hot Rod. Um, oh, Judd yeah. Nelson. Yeah, Judd Nelson. So we see the Decepticons, and they're on their way back to Cybertron. Starscream is just throwing everyone who's wounded or dead out of the ship. Which is a choo choo train. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your favorite Transformers, Carly? Yeah. Uh, Astro train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a fucking choo choo train, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one. This is my favorite part of the whole movie, maybe, I guess. Just in, they're in the like 20 minute chaos of the battle of Autobot City or whatever the hell at the start of the movie. It's just them throwing toys at the screen, as many as they could possibly think of just every transformer you can name which for me is about three they're just throwing toys at the screen and everybody's there and then just in the midst of it they just show random people turning into things like there's a guy who pops out and he turns into a tape deck for some reason (laughs) he shoots like shoots cassette tapes out of his chest that also turn into little things too and then there's just this one Thing is, I know so many people who love Transformers who are, you could be listening to this going, you fucking. Oh, there's dickhead. definitely people out there going, excuse me, that's fucking Tapacon, yeah. and he's the most important Optimus Tapacon, whatever. I don't know. But he's there for some reason. I don't know what UC has in a battle. He's just, he might be, I think, because the music is so constant in this movie, I think he's just standing in the background pressing play on himself. And just playing tunes. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about the music? Here? Well, just. Um, Kevin, just, you said this. <laughs> Just to finish off. Yes, um, I said... Astral train. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this guy turns up. He's a Decepticon. And when the Decepticons... Me- Megatron has been defeated, I guess, kind of. I don't know. He falls around a bit and Optimus is dead. So the, everybody else just ignores him for the time being. And the Decepticons go, we got to get out of here. Follow me. And this one guy just turns into a choo-choo train. <laughs> It's yeah, like, and they like steam. It's literally like the, the front of Thomas the Tank Engine, but purple. And they all jump yeah. in the back of him, and then he flies oh. into space. <laughs> I just had a thought: What if they put the face on from the, the like the Transformers face would be on the front, like Thomas the Tank Engine? They should now, that would be great. They could have. It would have been. Yeah. It wouldn't have been out of place. <laughs> but talking about music in this movie, that... yeah. Kevin. Okay, so before we watch this movie together, I I said to Dan that this this is just a music video with a plot, and afterwards I had to apologize because I forgot it didn't have 
a plot. This was this was a hour and a half music video. Yeah. Or is it longer than that? But there's no It's a long music video. There's no downtime for the music. It's constantly playing. There's some song constantly mm-hmm. going like I don't remember there's any part of the movie where there wasn't just like some nope. guy with a like, guitar. It's all eighties hair metal power ballads and they play the same and... <laughs> song two or three times, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and one Weird Al Yankovic number in the middle. What? Yeah, there's um, a Weird Al number about halfway yeah. through that just kind of plays, and everyone's like, "Yeah, this is normal." Yeah, there, there's a scene where they're on the yeah they're on the junk planet, and the Mad Max chase. They're playing Dare to Be Stupid. Oh, that's that's a fair. Okay, <laughs> I didn't even. I suppose at that stage I wasn't really paying attention anymore. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Music does not fit most of the scenes it's in. Yeah. I mean, it's great songs, but yeah. Uh, so hmm. Megatron um, is has was thrown us to the ship on the way back because he's wounded, and Starscream always wants to have more power, and they go on their way. And this is when Megatron eventually, I suppose, bumps into um, our big planet person, Unicron. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes. I don't think he deserves a name, but sure. Um, <laughs> and he's an in-depth character, Dan. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know what I was thinking there. He has, he has so many defining character traits. He eats planets. He turns from a planet into a bigger transformer, and he's he got glass eyes. Glass eyes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll um, get. That. <laughs> we'll have to go over that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we ha- we do because they use the bomb trying to destroy him. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, Galvatron, um, well, not Megatron, um, eventually gets um, won over by Unicron and says, "Look, you'll be my herald." Basically, he's basically Galactus, isn't it? It's a well, story. He's not won over. He's literally Unicron says, "Do this for me, or I will destroy you right now on the spot." Yeah, and Megatron says, over. Oh, "Okay, fine, cool, yeah, I'll do it." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he he gets turned into Galvatron, and he has some other Decepticons like Cyclonus, Gurge, and Sweeps, and they all get turned into. They're not named like, in the movie, are they? Uh, I think they're probably named in the cartoon, and I I think. I think one of them got named, and it was like, this is Cyclonus and his hunters, or something like that. I, I can't remember, because it was in a Transformer voice. Also, it was in a Transformers movie. <laughs> yes, um, yes. And, you know, Unicron gives him a sweet ship um, that I instantly forgot about once they showed it once. I guess it's for toys. And they fly on their way. And we kind of go back over to um, what the other rest of the Decepticons are doing. Um, Starscream is currently on a stage being crowned by the other Decepticons. While there's Transformers, um, Decepticons I should say, uh, playing trumpets for him that he doesn't like. I just need why, that why did he give him the trumpets? Well. Why did yeah. he give him the trumpets? Yeah, well, <laughs> and here's the thing I've asked, and I know, look, they're stupid dumb robots in space, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't have lungs, do they? Uh, no, they have engines. 
I, yeah, maybe. I, like that I don't actually, I don't actually know. Too. They have exhaust vents. Yeah, they have exhaust vents. Like, they also them... could have been digital trumpets. Yeah, but the... <laughs> that raises <laughs> me no questions. It's like it's Look, like man. it's like those battery powered ones you get from yeah. like a, like for just, five euros. It just digitally <laughs> approximates the noise that a trumpet would make, which I but assume yeah. is how the transformers speak anyway. Why do they have trumpets then? I don't know. Because they want to experience music. Yeah, they've got they're they're they people just like us, but they're made from robotic parts. I don't know, man. Mm. Not that about the Transformers makes any sense. Nothing, none of it, <laughs> zero. There's not a yeah. single thing about it that makes any sense. Uh, you know what? You're right. Okay, you're right. <laughs> yeah, we can continue to poke logical inconsistencies for all the live long day. Well, I think <laughs> but like, we'll so get nowhere. So we all watched it together, right? And yeah. I think it's fair to say that every, oh, let's say 30 seconds or so, I went, wait a second, this doesn't make sense. What's going on here? <laughs> I think that was basically my <laughs> narrative for the entire movie. Yeah. I, think, I think you're being too harsh on yourself. It was every 40 seconds. Okay, maybe, perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so the Autobots are... and So eventually uh, the... Um, Autobots and the Dinobots and probably some other bots decide to come along and use a spaceship to get back to I want to say Cybertron? Because I'm not really sure. They, they just decide to leave and I think they're trying to get to Cybertron. Uh, they ha Wait, no. Hang on. No, they're on Earth and then Unicron is eating the moon and Bumblebee and the kid's dad are like in trouble. I think they might be going towards them and then they get attacked by the Decepticons again. Right. And they, they all flee. Yeah. This is this is Decepticons now that are run by Galvatron this because is the Galva during Starscream, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, religious moments, he just punched mm, yeah. Autumn dead. Really vivid, dark death. Mm -hmm. Like Starscream turned black and fell apart into ashes. Yeah, and then Galvatron never uses that weapon again. But he doesn't, no. Not once, no. He he turned into it once to show what the toy would look like. Yeah. Um, but then, <laughs> then he, can, he remained in his humanoid form for the rest of the movie. You're just like, yeah. Galvatron, you, ha you can turn into a, a, a weapon that one-shot KOs every other Transformer. Why yeah. aren't you doing that constantly? <laughs> just turn into that thing and kill them all. But, yeah. you know, I it was like, <laughs> it's like the Quicksilver thing in Days of Future Past. A bit. They're just like, yeah. Yeah, hang on, no, no, he can't really. It's a cool scene though, so we can't get rid of it. But he can't do that all the time, can he? Because otherwise, the movie is done. It can't. Doesn't make sense anymore. There's no. There's nothing. If, Meg, if Galvatron yeah. can just kill them all instantly, then where's the stakes here? We need to sell toys. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> and let's let's not forget the part where they're sieging on the escaping Autobots. And all the Autobots are getting out of the ship, and Galvatron flies by in his own in his own plane. He has a plane. He can't turn into one, but he has one. He flies by, shoots at them. They f like shoot a flamethrower at him, and then you can see him in his cockpit shaking his oh, fist, yeah. <laughs> like they just stepped on his yard. He just comes <laughs> back and he's like, "Hey, you kids! I'll get you yet, you damn Autobots!" At some stage here, and this is which where I didn't catch it, like. 
Galvatron steals the Matrix of Leadership. Yeah, like, this he is, gets a hold yeah, of it. after the so the Autobots flee and then their ship blows up or whatever, and they all crash land on different planets. And yeah. uh, Optimus Beta has the Matrix and he crashes and Galvatron's cronies find him and rip him to pieces and take the Matrix of whatever. Which doesn't kill him, by the way. Well, mm-hmm. he, I think he's dead, but then they bring him back to life through the power of interpretive dance. No, let's, not, <laughs> let's not get to the universal greeting yeah. just yet, okay? That, that's uh, a, so we're a bit too far ahead now. Yeah, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> so... Um, which who is it that gets um ki- so one the two of them land on a ship uh, on a on a planet, um and there's fish that are made of robots. There's hmm. octopuses yeah. that are made of robots. Hot Rod and and, and the war veteran guy. Yeah, um G nine or G two or something oh, yeah. like that. Uh, Cop, I think Cop. was his name. Cop. Cop. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. He's the worst name of all the Transformers. Sure. It's spelled K U P. Yeah. Cup. Okay. Everyone's favorite Transformer Cup. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh sorry. I think the reason I said um, G one is that's actually one of his titles. I think is one of his classifications. But um, yeah. So um, he kind of gets his leg put back on because it fell off during the crash and they come out of the water and they're these weird um are they crocodile robot transformers yes okay okay yeah you know what we'll just stick with yes. that because there's no point in going deeper in this. and hot rod is like oh shit no these things are gonna kill us and cup just comes like that chill i've been around the block I know how to deal with this. And he just goes to the guy, we've drawn a weep, nee, 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 bong. No! Uh, <laughs> no! No, okay. no, no, Sorry. no, no, no. Sorry. Okay. Sit up. You okay, did too many Master, nini-nis. you go ahead. <laughs> ba we've drawn a weep, nee, nee, bong. Okay, he says that. And suddenly, they all kind of chill. And they take out Energon chips, which I assume they're chips, because they're small little squares. And they start feeding them. And they went, ah, that's all we have. And then they turn aggressive. And there's a big fight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they get. Cop and yeah. Hot Rod decide to feed these yeah. random creatures the energon that they needed at the start of the movie to save their yeah. home planet. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that happens. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't need it anymore, I guess. Fuck yeah. Cybertron. <laughs> we need to save our own yep. lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they get dragged off to. Um, this weird um like courtroom i guess is the best way to say it and yeah it's like is it like thunderdome (laughs) i don't know what it is really (laughs) yeah well the wiki describes it as a kangaroo court yeah (laughs) yeah which again like i guess they've been long around on earth to know what a kangaroo is or is it just a hmm. is it like crabs as in they just appear all throughout the universe it's like, well no the wiki calls it a kangaroo court i don't think the movie yeah. says that yeah no i don't think they've ever said it in the movie <laughs> like okay. just whoever wrote the wiki is calling it a kangaroo court the super sarcastic yep. transformers wiki by the way who, yeah i get the impression <laughs> that whoever wrote most of it hates the transformers <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's a great read. Right, yeah. Um, so they get, like, we kind of find out there's a survivor of the planet that was first gobbled up by Unicron at the beginning, and 
they're saying this court is really broken and there's no way to really get out of it. You have to like fight your way out. And, you know, uh, he gets taken off and gets killed almost immediately. It's very convenient that they let him stay around for just enough time to know what this place is about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I love Although, it's the only, only exposition we ever get in the movie. Is this one yeah. guy saying, yeah, this is a court. Later. Uh, <laughs> this is a court. Also, Ultron ain't my planet. They're going to kill me now. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or not um, Ultron, uh, Ultron. <laughs> Unicron. Uh, yeah, James Spader this... ate my home planet. Yeah. <laughs> um. So they go in front of the, um, and this is where you'll have to help me out completely. Uh, there mm-hmm. is this floating robot with five faces. Yeah. That just shifts between them, and they say, "Oh, they're innocent," and then drops them into a giant vat full of. Sharkatrons, I believe the name was. Sharkacons. Sharkacons. Anything that's that's bad ends in con. I think. Because it's it's a con to whoever. I don't fucking. (laughs) Except for Megatron, their leader. Yeah. (laughs) He's not Megacon. Anyway, they're shark robots. Yeah. They're not even shark robots. They're they're ancient fish robots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what they do is they decide, hey, immediately without even talking about it, to go around the edge of the pool and just create a whirlpool to get out of it. And they start fighting the sharks out on the top platform as the Dinobots come in. And like, I think the Dinobots like debilitated like the judges and stuff. Like, the, at least one of them. The Dinobots come in and like the the. Oh god, the T-Rex Dinobot, their leader, like roars yeah. really loudly, and the sharks are immediately like, "Okay, he's our boss now," and whatever his the di- the T-Rex is like, "Oh, I me thinks you should eat them," and the sharks attack the judges and the the tentacle armed guy, and pull them all apart. You mean Grimlock? Yeah, Grimlock, that's him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I was gonna call him Burlock, and I was like, "That's not it, no." Hey, look, if there's any listeners who still care for us at this stage after mm-hmm. denouncing this movie. Oh, um, we'll have lost even yeah. those by the end. <laughs> yes. Uh, but like, We're going to say could, some worse shit. <laughs> if you could, while you unlike our page and our multi- social media, tell me why the um, Dinobots talk like they're stupid. I really want to know. That's you just know, a genuine question. <laughs> it's a genuine question, like... Like, what's the lore behind that? Why are the Dinobots idiots? Because they're still Transformers. Like, these are not cavemen Transformers. I don't think there's cavemen Transformers. You know? Uh, maybe. We yeah. don't know. Hey, here's the <laughs> yeah. thing, though, too, right? I was doing some brief browsing of the wiki uh, last night, and I read some yes. stuff about Grimlock, and that he's, like, one of the OG Transformers ever. And reading some of the things he's done in the past, he's not dumb. This guy just, apparently, like, once... He he was, like, the leader of, a like, a super elite assault team that was fighting the bad guys, like, before Megatron existed right. and all this kind of crap. And at one point, he created a pocket dimension so he could hide vehicles in it just in case his team ever turned on him and he needed to flee. So he doesn't trust his team? I... Yeah. 
I don't know, man. I think maybe he wa- he wasn't always a dinosaur. <laughs> he was a regular Transformer <laughs> and somehow became a dinosaur bot. Okay. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. Yeah, because I, I know... Uh, I missed the cool. days when I was a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, like, in the... I know in the comics and, like, in the t- the current TV show, like, Megatron's, like, a billion years old. Like, this has been going on forever. I'm guessing in this universe, only a couple of hundred years each time or something like that. Because otherwise that whole, like... They, I, I'm guessing... Look, I'm going to make a wild guess and assume that they took on the shape of dinosaurs because they were... They came to Earth when dinosaurs was around, or were around even. That's that's the that's the Michael Bay reason. I don't know if that's the actual like in Transformers canon reason. You think the Dinobots yeah. existed first? Yeah. And but first the Dinobot or the egg? Yeah, biological life on early Earths grew to imitate the Dinobots. It had to compete against the <laughs> Dinobots, so it evolved similar traits, yes. That's exactly how that works. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, yeah, that's I remember, our story. Yeah, yeah um, the paleontologists in the Transformers universe are really confused why they keep digging up car parts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, um, you know, they, they fight over the court and eventually they, I think the Quartz um, are called the Quintessons. Again, which makes sense. Don't know if Quinn that was in is, the movie. Might have been. Yeah, but I think that's uh, what they meant it to be. And they basically steal the Quintessons um, corkscrew spaceship. Mm-hmm. And they fly on their way and they land on a place called Junkion, which is another planet where some of our other Transformers were there, including. Um, Spike's son, Daniel. Uh, and they're trying mm-hmm. to, uh, this is a beautiful moment. We're going to try and reenact it, right? I'm going to say, like, what happens in the scene. Mm-hmm. And you know where we're going here. Okay, cool, <laughs> cool. And, like, yeah. you know, let's just say Springer. Yeah, Springer and uh, Daniel are just running along, and there's gunshots happening, and there's transform, like, transformer robots on motorbikes jumping on top of each other and riding each other. They literally swap at one stage. And like Spike's son Daniel goes, Oh, I don't know how to get away. They're too fast. He's in a robotic suit. And he goes, um and Spring goes, huh, all you have to do is transform. Absolutely not. <laughs> there you go. No. <laughs> I absolutely just no. I'm not I'm not standing for this anymore. I refuse yeah. to carry on. I cannot. No. I've taken so much <laughs> shit on the chin from this movie. And if this little kid who is... Like, here, here's the thing, right? He's not like... It's not. It's a mechanical suit that he's in, right? But you get the impression yeah. that his arms and legs are in arm and leg sockets, right? Yeah, they must he's at least be a little like, bit into us. Like. He's not just, like, cramped up in a box. It's not that big. It's around his yeah. size, just slightly elongated. Yeah. So he's yeah. still in the arms. He's, like, standing, like... Like Jesus on the cross with his arms out or whatever, moving them still or something. <laughs> Daniel dying right? for our sins, you know. And then they're like, just, I wish he did. Just transform, Daniel. So like, would his limbs not just snap? Like he's just like, you know oh, you just... well, whoops, forgot he's not made of transformer stuff, so he's dead now. Like, you know when you hear the clicking sound, ching, 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 as literally his bones yeah. breaking. <laughs> Him I just... love it if that was intermixed with his screams. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the glass dome just filling with blood. 
I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. At that point, I was just like, nah, man, this is this movie's done. It's, no, I can't do yeah. this anymore. But, you know, eventually the Autobots that landed on Junkie in the first place uh, catch up with um, the Quintesson um, ship Autobots and they do it again. And, Cathy, I'm going to let you do the universal greeting. <laughs> Bow weep, grana weep, ninny bong. And... Kevin, I'm going to add Kevin to this part of the conversation. What do they do for the next 10 mm-hmm. minutes of the movie? Uh, well, what, what happens is uh, the universal grading is, is so effective. You know, it moves the Junkion's hearts to the point where everyone breaks out into a song and dance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, I'm saying, just... maybe, it, maybe it's not 10 minutes. Maybe it's like two, three minutes. But there's a lot of gyrating of robots on screen. Yeah. They 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 throw yeah. a party and everybody dances for a while. Do you know what it, 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 what vibes it gave me? It gave me like the end of Star Wars vibes where you see like everyone dancing after the, the Star Wars the, destroyed, like and... the awarding of the medal scene. No, no, the other <laughs> one. The other it's one. it's the end of the thir- end of Episode Six, and they're all just like dancing and yub nub and all this kind of stuff. It reminded me of that. Yeah, imagine imagine if they put the Ewok party before the Death Star blew up, and also at the end of it, they took Obi-Wan's corpse and put it back together. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, this is when, yeah, <laughs> where um, the, um, Optimus Prime's um, brother, um, he is like Ultra Magnus, whatever, his brother, uh, <laughs> he gets brought back to life, and he goes, huh, you're all alive? And Hot Rod goes... <laughs> The Matrix. Like, that's 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 acting on it. Like, that's the inflection. And he goes, oh, no, it's been stolen. And this is when we find out that Galvatron has fucked off with Matrix. And he starts trying to um, threaten Unicron, which seems like a silly move. Like, yeah. Um, he, lands on, <laughs> he lands on Unicron and just goes, yeah, he, fuck yeah, you, you're a, mine now. A, a bit we missed from earlier is that Unicron turned Megatron into Galvatron and told him he needs to destroy the Autobots and destroy the Matrix because the Matrix is the only thing that stands in Unicron's way. So Megatron yes. is like, Galvatron, sorry. Galvatron mm-hmm. is like, oh, well, I have a plan here. I'm going to take the Matrix of whatever the Fortitude or whatever the hell it's called, and I'm going to use it to destroy Unicron. Doesn't know how to work, by the way. Doesn't know how. No none idea. of them know how. No, no, no. It's, it's it it just, do you think he was on, on a spaceship and just like shook it a few times? How do you work? Well, see, all, like, ah, this is gonna be easy. I know how this works. Yeah, <laughs> like they're all. Uh, the, they know that they have to open it because, like, Optimus Beta and Galvatron both try to like pull pull it apart from its like casing, and they can't do it obviously yeah. because Hot Rod caught the snitch first, mm-hmm. and they can't. Like, <laughs> See, I, I'm also wondering, are they just opening it wrong? Because later in the movie, Hot Rod is the only one who tries to use the finger holes to open it. <laughs> that's a that's a fair <laughs> point. You know, I never thought about that. Maybe they just did a bad job of like, no, no, you got to do with your elbows, with your fingers, yeah. and you got to pull there. That's how it works, okay? I've got to rewind a little bit to Ultra Magnus trying to open it. Um, He just takes out, because Galvatron's cornering him, and he pulls out, and he's like... uh. 
he's like, oh, Matrix of Leadership, late or darkest day, and he's just, I gotta open this. <laughs> he's just, he's just pulling it, just trying yeah. really hard. Yeah, and I like how he thinks that the the darkest moment for his entire race is just him dying. Yeah. <laughs> <That point. laughs> It's like, oh, I, this... me, Ultra Magnus, I'm the most important one in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Optimus, maybe you didn't pick the right person. He did say yeah. he wasn't ready. He told you. Yeah. <laughs> no, Optimus, I'm not ready. Neither was I. Maybe now. No, no, I'm not ready. He <laughs> <Please> stop. <laughs> Optimus didn't tell him about the time that he'd literally beat someone to death with the Matrix in his youth. <laughs> That's how Optimus Prime used it. He just held one yeah. in there. Oh, bang. Oh. He, he just thought it was a small club. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um. Um, Unicron basically laughs at um, Galvatron. Uh, this is not going to stop me. And he uh, transforms into his, I mean, you know, person shape. Hmm. Is there a technical term for this? Or uh, I think person shape is about as scientific as it's going to get with this. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. And, you know, then uh, Unicron starts attacking uh, Cybertron. Like he's he's hugging it, standing on it. He's near it. Yes, he's 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 standing on it at one point, definitely. Um, and he's running his fingers through it quite centrally for a planet to stroke another yeah, planet that they, way. They don't do perspective very well in mm. any of these in any of the animation in this. When he, uh, when Unicron yeah, first becomes person shape, he looks like he's bigger than Cybertron. Yeah, and then in the next shot, he it's him like punching Cybertron, and Cybertron is clearly way bigger than he is. And then he's standing on Cybertron, and then at the end <laughs> yeah. when he blows up, he's in the sky. He looks bigger than Cybertron again. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, they. I will say I think they did perspective fairly decently in a lot of shots, especially when you had panning cameras. But scale wise, they just just they didn't scale. Doesn't yeah, it was it was roulette. It was roulette. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, which made it even harder to tell some of the Transformers apart. Yeah, uh, so we eventually see the Quintesson cruiser or the ship that were they were on, the Autobots, and they <laughs> fly towards Unicron. Um, this being that we have been now told is impervious to like giant bombs and like just crunching through planets, no bother to him, and it flies through his eye. Yeah. The ship. Mm-hmm. He's got a yeah. glass eye. Zero fanfare, by the way. There's no like triumph or massive like, oh, we did it. We're inside Unicron. No, they just crash into his face. They could have done like a <laughs> struggling thing when it's on the glass what? itself and it's cracking stuff. But it's like, pop. No, well, I mean, yeah. the, the sound, they, there was no room for that because the soundtrack <laughs> throughout this movie is constant like 80s. Scorpions, Def Leppard, like I'm on a rock. Well, like heavy guitars and shit play. Yeah. So like you can't, yeah. you can't just, you can't pick a moment now to have any sort of fanfare because the whole movie's been that. Just yeah. Non-stop. Well, there, there, there's one moment of fanfare right at the end, and it's a song they've already played once. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. So, um, and then the Dinobots attack Galvatron as well, and Unicron as well. Um, mm-hmm. They easily rip holes into him. Burst yeah, this is this is, 
This is the point where we find out Unicron has actually been made of paper mache this whole time. Yeah. Yeah, because they, they get through them. And now at this stage, I got to assume that there's no more atmosphere around him. Like, there's no air that could possibly be around there. But look, they're all inside, and they all fall into different places in the ship. Um, and we see a big line of um, Autobots and Decepticons that are being eaten by a liquid vat. And we see Daniel's dad, uh, Spike, <laughs> and Daniel has to save him by. I, I, does he? Does he pokes his thruster upwards on his? He he, he shoots a lid closed. Yeah, well, it's one of my one of the best yeah. lines in the movie, I think, because <laughs> Spike is like dangling from a crane, and uh, Daniel is down there going, "I need to save you, Dad," and Spike goes, "Shoot the." Shoot the lid, son. And Daniel goes, but I don't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> and, and 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 no, it's just followed up by the only well-acted line in the movie when Spike turns around and like, just shoot it, son! <laughs> just do it! I'm, you know what? Like... I'm really surprised that, what is it, that TV show called Cyber Chicken? Um, Robot Chicken? Sorry. Oh, yeah. So much like Transformer stuff in my head. Cyber Chicken, <laughs> Cybertron Chicken, yeah. And uh, I'm surprised they haven't done a scene of that. They surely must have thought of it at least, because that seems like definitely where the father's trying to be patient with the son as the father's about to be killed. It's okay, son. All you have to do is shoot the lid closed, <laughs> and it's quickly losing his patience. Going, you little shit! Where you fucking shoot the? <laughs> I'm about to fucking die. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, yeah. Um, also, there's loads of rivers and waterways inside of um, Unicron. Like, it's full. Mm-hmm. Like, like every second scene has, like, a stream of water, yeah? Yeah, we, yeah it's I mean, piss. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but you, cause you said this when we were watching it. It's engine fluid. Where's the piss from? Engine fluid, then. It's motor I mean, oil. I don't know. Who sourced all this? He, like he's eating, he's <laughs> eating planets. He's yeah. probably eating a few oceans. Who sourced all this? Now you're asking who's God in the Transformers universe? Yeah. Who created yeah, okay. Unicron? Go on then. Go on then. I'm asking. I don't know. They, <laughs> don't, they, don't, they don't know that. The, you're, asking asking questions. <laughs> you're asking questions the movie isn't prepared to answer. <laughs> isn't like the whole thing that he's meant to be like the devil version of... Um, like the Cybertron faith and Cybertron itself is like God or something along the lines of that. No. Yeah. That, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Look, um, what else is there? Like they, they fight their way out. Eventually um, they hot, hot rod fights Galvatron, uh, yeah. in the middle of Unicron and pulls the mate. Oh, Galvatron tries strangling a robot. Yeah, that, that happened um, for a while. It, mm. And it's successfully choking him out until Hot Rod pulls the Matrix all around from around his neck, you know, puts his fingers in the fingers hole, holes and opens it up correctly. Yeah. And becomes Rodimus Prime. <laughs> the new marketable Optimus Prime. Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Prime. <laughs> like, I mean. <sighs> If that's See, not Optimus a name makes for sense because it's, it's optimization or something. But Rodimus, Rodimus and Prime, yeah, the I best thing. That's what people called their dick what's, in the eighties. And, <laughs> and what's his second form? Huh? Uh, it's, the second it's a form? hot rod truck. It's a hot rod truck. So 
trucks in this universe, I'm going to assume, have like a higher authority than smaller vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in real life. <laughs> also, you now, when you get the Matrix leadership, you have the ability to summon at will a trailer to attach to your truck form. Yeah. And Optimus That's, Beta is a truck yeah. as well, isn't he? He's like a, um, a military truck thing with like missiles on his back. Did we ever see him transform I in the think, movie? I think like right at during the first assault on Autobot City, he turns into like a military, a blue military truck with like missile launchers on the back. He does, yeah. That's okay. Cool. And yeah, so but in that case, he's he's just waiting for his trailer. And, you know what, and like so, eventually, you know, Galvatron gets taken down. And then Unicron can stay time. And you know, Kevin, you can now tell me the rest of the movie that's you know very easily smooths into the final scene. Okay, so um, yeah, they they open up the Matrix. You know, they start. Uh, Unicron blows himself up. He does. Ah, uh, really? He, he it's really just himself. <laughs> yeah. He gets um, his leg off. The team. Um, the team. In case. Um, in case you were wondering how weak he was, uh, the Autobot team literally drive out the other eye they didn't go in um, <laughs> quite easily <laughs> without the aid of a drill-shaped spaceship this time. Um, the writers decided to yada yada how they got back to Cybertron, I think. Because uh, <laughs> I don't it think not- we see them get picked up. It very quickly just goes back to Earth, I believe, where it just shows... No, no they're in the capital city on Cybertron. Is it? Okay. Yeah, they're okay. in Cybertron. And stuff, they just normal. drive out of his eye and then like float gracefully down to Cybertron, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and it's um, just because that's how it works. It's just Hot Rod going, we saved the day, and that's it. Yes, and unity is for everything, and then they all start yeah. chanting like a cult, and to then Unicron's head. One. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the freeze yeah, frame yeah, at yeah. the end of the movie. <laughs> oh, the freeze frame, yes. So we see Unicron's head floating in space ominously. It starts turning around a planet and then just stops with a back turn to it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the worst freeze frame I've ever seen in a movie. Um, bar none, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose we can go on to our next segment then. I I need to I need to make a call here, alright? Okay. There's no Jesus moment this week. <laughs> there can't be the whole movie's a Jesus the, moment the, the, we've, we've spent almost an hour just talking about the utter Explaining chaos the of this movie there's nothing there's, there's surely nothing left there can't yeah, be. why don't we discuss our favourite character from the movie <laughs> off you go Kevin <laughs> okay so my favourite character was um was Galvatron simply because uh, the movie was so chaotic that every time he spoke, I had the feeling of, oh, Leonard Nimoy's in this movie every time. Uh, so it was really nice to keep finding out Leonard Nimoy was in this movie because <laughs> I just forgot every time. Yeah, okay. I don't have a favorite Transformer in this, to be honest. So um... <laughs> Mine was Optimus Prime because he had the sense to die at the start. <laughs> what about Choo Choo Train? It was Astro Train. Oh, Astro Train's pretty cool too, though. To be fair, <laughs> um, I, I kind of like the old fella Cup, just because Cup? he was just constantly giving out about people. 
and I, I felt Dad, when I said at the beginning of this movie when I said when at the beginning of this podcast when I said Cup was everyone's favorite Transformer I was making a joke I, I <laughs> you didn't have to agree lying. I mean yeah come like it's very on brand for Dan to like the the elder states oh, yeah, of the yeah. group yeah that's that's fair and since Optimus died I guess Cup was what's left yeah yeah well, that leaves that uh, leaves uh, final thoughts, guys. Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, final thoughts. I want to just give a little bit of tiniest bit of leeway to this movie. Just the tiniest bit, okay? None of us really were kids when the first series came out thank god we don't know context we don't know most of the cast it felt like 10 minutes into it we they introduced 50 characters and i knew maybe three four tops so i'm sure there is a level of ignorance on my part but i i honestly don't think context would have improved it in any way whatsoever I don't think watching the cartoon would have given us that context. Yeah. I think the cartoon was just this in smaller pieces. Just right. every week. Less budget. An, every week, here's a new toy that does things and some explosions. Way to go, kids. Enjoy your ADHD. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, see, remember when we were talking about uh, trying to get cancelled here? That's yeah, I'm trying to get out the yeah. front there. I get. You know what? Guess what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna spearhead right into my cancellation. Okay, go I'm on. I'm sorry, Michael Bay. I'm sorry. <laughs> the movies weren't that bad. I'm, I honestly, yeah, no, I'm with Kevin on this one. Yeah, I, I mean, like I still to. don't think they're great movies, but mm-hmm. I think they were cohesive to an extent. That mm-hmm. as a movie should be, it had a beginning and an ending and a middle part that yeah, kind of you, worked against with each other. <laughs> You had a character and plot to follow from the start till the end of the movie. And in yeah. this movie, it's so chaotic and scatterbrained, yeah. it's impossible to tell what is happening at any moment. Yeah. Um, we we got a um we actually got a, a comment in from somebody on Twitter regarding this. This comes in from uh, Adam Tracy at Phantom Adzi, who said mm-hmm. in reference to this movie I know it was aimed at kids and it had to be colourful, but it was borderline acid trip levels of colour at times. Next to Jurassic Park, it has one of my favourite soundtracks, minus the random Weird Al song in it. It has one hell of a cast from Orson Welles to Leonard Nimoy. And unlike the Michael Bay movies, it had a fairly okay story. Instead of just, here's the MacGuffin and some explosions for good measure, as well as kickstarting a long history of killing Optimus Prime. You know, they had me there at the beginning. Yeah. They lost me there the last part. They had us in the first half, not going to lie. I agree with everything up until the, oh yeah, it's not just a story where a MacGuffin is set up at the beginning and then it solves every problem at the end. That is literally <laughs> this movie. That is the only plot in this movie. Yeah, yeah, it certainly is. Um, I don't know. It's It's always hard arguing with nostalgia. Um, people have fond mm. memory of this even though their hero died people have you know happy memories of the toys they played with it's, it's connected to a lot of things that made them happy like 
let's be fair about this. And there's stuff that we probably like, which would be considered shite to, you know, kids maybe 10 years younger than us. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> well, Kazi said something during the movie, which I think is probably the best estimation of this movie. It's like you're at a toy convention and there's a screen near the Transformer stand and they just have animation running on a loop to give the vibe of Transformers. And this is what this movie is. It's just two... It's like an ad for two minutes, but they had, like, almost two hours worth of it. Yeah. Hmm. It's a... They took, like, a six-month-long promotional ad campaign for Transformers that was supposed to be, like, thrown on TV in, like, two-minute bite-sized pieces and strung it all together into an hour and 20 minutes of chaos. Yeah. 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 And like that—that that is just the movie. It's just chaos. There, there isn't an element in this movie that is in any way orderly with anything previous or following. You know, if something appears on screen, it's a new rule uh, made, that is not going to be followed. <laughs> we made a joke that kids cried about ten, fifteen minutes into this because Optimus Prime died. I feel like the parents who were with the kids probably started crying about half an hour into this movie. Yeah, and that's just from the eye strain alone. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's very painful. Yeah, like, because so he was talking about seizures look. at the beginning. It's so hard yeah. to look at. Like, it, there's so much... Yeah. I, like, there's no way this gets released today without some sort of... This is like... Is it the that, like, missing Pokemon episode that they had to pull off TV in Japan? And worldwide, yeah, the Pokemon yeah. episode yeah. was giving people seizures. Like, there's no, this yeah. does not get released today with this much flashing lights and nonsense and no. colors and stuff. No, this is this movie is essentially a war crime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, yeah, I mean, look, it, you um, could use it as a torture device. Yeah, yeah. just play it 24 hours in a cell. Uh, I, I okay. give up state secrets if I didn't have to watch Transformers anymore. <laughs> they they start the beginning and you're like, no, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you where it is. I'll tell you. <laughs> See, the thing is, though, if there's even any fans still listening to this, which I somehow doubt because you're probably hating us now, <laughs> um, give us a breakdown of why you like this movie. Give us reasons because I felt so detached because I talked to a few friends, uh, a few older friends of mine, and uh, a younger friend of mine who's actually a fan of um, this. And they were both, both, all of them were saying, like, they loved this movie. It, it made them feel so excited. It was fun. It was action-packed. Like, it, it's really, like, a childhood favorite. But I'd love to know... Go on, Owen. I would, I would like to ask of them, when is the last time they watched it? I will say, I have a friend, uh, she's 20 years old. And the last time she's watched when she was 15. So like, it's not too far back. I See, I, I actually, because I'm the only one here who watched this movie previous to this. Yes. Um, which is why I, I, I wanted to sit in on it. Um, just to lend a different perspective, uh, but it ended up being the same perspective. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I watched, I, watched, I watched this as a kid. Um uh, because my dad was like, here's the Michael Bay one, and it was a lie. Yeah. Uh, and I watched this instead. But I remember... Well, I don't remember if I enjoyed it or not, but I remember there being a plot. I remember following something. 
I and like in my teenage years, I must have like, or not, I must have like filled in the blanks of a plot line. You know, I think my brain was like, yeah, Hot Rod definitely had a character arc where he became a leader. That never happened in this movie. It was he picked up the Matrix at the start and at the end he was the leader because he did it at the start or something with finger holes. Kevin, um, cartoons. No, I never watched the cartoons. Um, no, I have, I have as much context for this movie as you do. Yeah. Other it's than like, having watched the movie. This, this movie, it's like... It's the film equivalent of that thing that hangs above a baby's crib to keep them occupied while they're lying there. Oof, man. I you have just, friends are going to hate me. You just stick it in front of them and it's all bright lights and flashing colors and cool sound effects and loud music and they just go, Transformers. <gasps> and it's like, cool. Yeah. They're it's occupied. A it's also a great parenting. <laughs> yeah. To, it's it's great also to find out. Uh, no, I'm not yeah. going to say that's too dark a joke. No, but I mean, it's, it's probably it's it's probably it's what the Power Rangers was for me. I guess when I was a kid, it's it's the same. Actually, oh, yeah, there's a fair point. There's yeah. a fair point. Like, would someone who's younger or who wasn't in Transformers look at Power Rangers the same way that we do? Probably, and we'll find out Pro- next yeah. week on Sure It'll Be Grand when we watch <laughs> Mighty Morphing Power Rangers. We movie. actually are, folks. He's not even taking the piss. We are actually doing that next yeah. week. Um, but look, um, I I genuinely want some answers in the comments. Um, tell us where it is, but give us someone has to why you think this. this movie is good. Like, give us some good reasons because I am baffled that this was any way a success. You know. And, uh, on on the off chance that anyone who worked on this movie, you know, sees this in the comments, can you please say, "Can you sleep at night?" Yeah. <laughs> Does but, this haunt um, you? <laughs> I think we leave it at that. So, we hope you don't hate us too much, and we want to say thank you to Kevin. Um, thank you for joining us. And um, ah, no I worries. hope you had a great time slagging this movie as much as we did. I sure did. I sure did. Um, a little peek into the future. We have some plans of watching some um, Godzilla movies in the future, and we probably would love to get Kevin back on for that because he certainly knows things about Godzilla that we just don't. <laughs> yes, I, I may, I may be a big fan of those movies. Perhaps who knows? Yes. So um, I definitely hey, am. Kevin, Monkey versus uh, Nuclear Factory. Who? Oh, you have to hit me with the hard questions, don't you? Uh-huh. Um, ask, who answer it next time? It's fine. <laughs> I'll answer it next time. Okay. If, if um, the next time comes out after the movie comes out, then it's going to be a bit embarrassing to answer that question. <laughs> that's it. Um, first, so uh, we want to say thank you, everyone. Please like and subscribe. Um, give us any counterpoints you have. Suggest movies we might like to watch. Maybe even suggest some TV shows. And I think that's it for that. And everyone, say goodbye. Goodbye. Um. <clears throat> Hang on, I need to try this. Bong nini weep grana weep ba. Is that the goodbye for the universal? It's the universal greeting backwards. <laughs> oh, it's the universal. That's how language works. Actually, too. that's unfortunately the one thing about Transformers lore I know is that that is actually a horrible thing to say. Uh, that's essentially hailing <laughs> uh, Megatron. Uh, <laughs> oh, Why well. didn't we use it to like talk to Megatron? Maybe Megatron would have gone. Hey, we should party. You know? Well, that's it for us. And goodbye, folks. (laughs) Astrolope.